Good morning, guys. Happy Thursday. It is September 30th, and I am pumped. Last night, I had an amazing time. We have um, our RCIA classes on Wednesday nights, and so Thursdays, I always just wake up feeling super refreshed and just ready to talk about things, okay? So first of all, thank you for listening. Thank you for showing up. Thank you for tuning in, um, and thank you for giving this podcast a chance. Today, I want to talk to you guys about how God puts the right people in your life and how he also removes the wrong ones. And during our lives, we're going to have a lot of this. And sometimes we're going to question it. We're going to be like, you know, why? I really thought that that guy was the one or I thought that was supposed to be my best friend forever. Like, why did these things happen? Why are people placed in your life and why are they also removed? Well, it's all according to God's plan. A lot of times we don't understand that at that time. And that's okay because we don't see the bigger picture like he does. We see what's right there, you know, at that point in time. Um, and I, I struggle for sure with seeing anything more than a couple of days ahead. Um, like if you were to ask me for a five-year plan, I'd be like, I don't really don't know. But when it comes to God knowing what's going to happen in our lives, we just need to, we just need to have faith. So I want to give you guys, um, a little background for something that happened with, within me for knowing that, Certain people have been placed in my life. Certain people have been removed um, because everything happens for a reason and God's the only one that knows why. So let's go back to this time last year. I was still working um, at the prosecutor's office as a criminal secretary and kind of out of nowhere, um, a really amazing job offer came up and I wasn't really planning on leaving my position, but I was like, there's no way I could turn this down. It was almost twice the money. Um, I clicked really well with my boss and I was like, you know what? I'm going to give it a chance. It was a management position. Um, and I was really excited for it. I really was. And I took the position and I didn't stay. And I want to tell you guys why I took the position and I firmly, truly, honestly believe that God put that position up there in my life for me to take so that I could meet the people that worked there. Because there's two people specifically that I know I was supposed to meet because it was part of God's plan. So the first one being my boss, Missy. She was someone who I absolutely was supposed to meet and get to know because we had something in common that we didn't know. Her son was an addict. And so was my brother. Now, November 1st is the anniversary that my brother had passed away from an overdose. And so I had been on the job for less than a month when the anniversary of his death came up. And it was really hard for me. I remember um, just being in a really sad mood all day. Um, and I had, I had gone to her office and spoke to her and said, listen, I know I'm not really being myself right now, but this is what I'm going through. And turns out, her son was an addict who had also been in rehab with my brother the last time he was in rehab before he passed. Um, there was a lot of things that I didn't know that I needed and meeting her and learning that they had actually been friends in rehab and that her son had actually been able to recover and was doing really well. Um, especially after I had lost my brother, it was, it was really something that I needed. I didn't realize that I needed to meet her to gain closure, but I did. 
and God put her in my life in the form of my boss of all things so that I could meet her, learn her story, gain from her strength, learn from her experience and be able to kind of get the closure that I needed. So that was something that I wasn't expecting to happen, but it did happen and it did help me a lot. Another person that I had met while I was working there, her name was Heather. She was one of the kindest, sweetest, uh, most bubbly people I've ever met in my entire life. And when I had met her, she, she actually helped bring me closer to God. And I want to tell you why. It's going to sound a little bit silly, but I had a serious radio in my car and you get it for free for so many months. And I was thinking about canceling it because I was like, I don't know if I really need this, if I want to pay for it. You know, it's just an additional expense. So she was telling me one day on her way to work that she said, you know what? I really, I start my mornings off every day by listening to Christian radio and listening to Joel Osteen talk on Sirius radio. And I told her, I was like, oh, well, I've never listened to like Christian podcast or any type of religious anything on my way to work. Like I normally just turned on like B97, which is like our local pop station, um, you know, or whatever was on just to kind of pass the time while I drove. I didn't realize I was wasting so much time in the mornings listening to absolute, absolutely nothing because at the same time, I was just like zoning out on autopilot driving to work. So she had introduced me to listening to Christian podcasts and listening to Joel Osteen in the morning. And she said that really gave her um, a leg up on starting her day off on a positive note. So I said, you know what? I'm going to give it a try. I started listening to religious messages in the morning. And before you knew it, I had been feeling so much better. I looked forward to my drive in the mornings and I would actually leave for work so much earlier because I would be able to just sit in the parking lot for like a half an hour and just listen to the message of God. So that really helped me. Now, at that time, I didn't know that that job was put in my life so that I could meet those two women, so that they could help me, one helping me with closure and the other helping me to open my heart. So at that point, I thought that I had taken this position because God placed it in my life to be my career. I thought I was going to work in management and marketing for the rest of my life. That's what I thought God had in store for me. However, that's not what he had in store for me. He wanted me to meet those two women and to gain from them and to learn from them. And when I was done meeting them and learning from them and getting the information that I needed, God was like, okay, it's time to move on. He put things in my life so that I would then leave that position to meet one of the next people that was going to be a big influence in my life. So a couple of things that happened um, within my own personal life that caused me to need to step back and to leave that position. At that time, I really felt down. I felt as if I had failed. I felt as if I wasn't good enough. And I stepped back and I realized, you know, maybe I need to stay home with my kids. Um, you know, after being in a position to where I really thought that was supposed to be for me. And I, I questioned, I said, God, why did you, why'd you put this in my path just to take it away? Was this something I chose or was this something that you chose? And I just kind of threw my hands up and I, I asked for answers. I didn't understand. Well, about a week later, out of nowhere, I had a job interview. I wasn't expecting it. 
I wasn't expecting the position to become open and it was to be a paralegal again for um, a divorce attorney this time, which I don't personally love the idea of divorce, but for some people it's just what's necessary within their lives. So I took that position and I thought, you know, God has a plan for me. He wouldn't have, he wouldn't have put this in my path if it wasn't meant for me to do. So I started that position and within three months, more things started happening in my personal life. And I said, God, why, why would you put me in a position to where I could take this job, start learning from things, start meeting people and start thinking that this is for me again, if it wasn't meant to be for me. Well, once again, it was, hey, Tesla, I need you to sit back and listen. And I need you to understand that just because I'm putting these opportunities in front of you doesn't mean that that they're going to be for you forever. You need to meet someone through this job that's going to help change your life. And I did. Like my second or third to last day on that job, I had met someone named Jen. And she is one of my nearest and dearest close friends now. And she's actually working there. Um, so she had taken a position to cover for me since I was needing to leave um, to stay home with my kids. My husband had got moved to day shift and we no longer were going to have um, full-time childcare. So it was a struggle between choosing, do I work so that I can pay for daycare and do something that really doesn't feel good to me? I really don't want to put my kids into daycare. I'd rather, if I can't have family watch them, I want to stay home with them. So I struggled with that. And when Jen came into my life, I realized I took this job because I was supposed to meet her. Now, Jen is one of the sweetest, kindest people who has helped to definitely steer me in the right direction. Jen is someone who is so strong within their faith that you literally cannot knock her down. And I truly believe that I was meant to take that position to meet her and to learn from her. Um, if it wasn't for Jen, I don't know if I would have been able to have any friends that I could have really spoken to about my faith. She opened up my eyes and had invited me to her church. Um, and Jen and I are of different denominations, but she has such an open heart. She said, listen, Tesla, I really, I feel as if God is leading me to talk to you about these things. I really feel as if God is putting you in my life for a reason. And I told her, I feel the exact same way. She has actually helped me to open up um, more within my prayer life. Um, she is someone that I can definitely talk to about how I feel about certain things and how I see certain things and how I've struggled within my life with certain things. And she's always there to kind of let me know, like from a biblical standpoint, because she's, she's very knowledgeable within her scripture. Um, she's very knowledgeable about the Bible. So it's been great being able to have someone within my life that is stronger in faith than I am so that I can lean into them and I can ask them questions. So I very, very, very strongly believe that a lot of times God will put people in your life that you need to learn from and you need to be able to grow with. And they're like a stepping stone, not in the fact that they may not be in your life long term, but they are meant to help guide you to the next step. So after I had met Jen and I had been talking to her about my faith, um, the RCIA classes had been posted that they were accepting um, new people in. If you were interested in becoming a born-again Christian, if you were interested in taking Christian classes through the Catholic Church um, for the first time as an adult, or whether you just wanted to kind of refresh yourself. So 
my husband and I signed up. He hadn't been um, active in church in about 20 years. And I had felt as if there was a pull, like I was being pulled towards this. And I told my mother-in-law, you know, if this pops up, I want information on it. And she screenshotted um, some information to me, sent it to me. And I was like, okay, it's time. Things have lined up. Things are right within my life for me to be able to start this. So um, when I had decided, I had spoke to my husband. I said, listen, I really want to do this. I'm signing up for this. I want you to be in these classes with me. We agreed to do this. I still had something within my way. And um, I hadn't spoken a lot about this, but at that point I was still drinking a lot. And I mean, I, I will go deeper into this on another podcast, I promise. But I was still drinking a lot. And I told, I, I don't think I told anyone for about the first two weeks that I was sober, um, other than my husband knew I wasn't drinking. But I had decided um, that if I was going to try, if I was going to really give it my all, and give it all to God that I needed to do was to stop drinking. And for me, that was, it was something I knew I needed to do, but I hadn't planned on it. I never really thought I had a drinking problem until I decided that it was time for me to, to really become the Christian that I wanted to be. I wanted to be someone that others could look up to. I wanted to be someone that my kids could look up to. And if that meant not drinking a bottle of wine every night or not having six white claws when I get home from work before I go to bed, then that's what that meant. If I was going to spend time reading the Bible, I had to take away time um, out of my life that would have been used for drinking. So that's what I did. And it was really hard. When I had been filling out my paperwork and sending things in um, to start the classes, I had been newly sober. And I had a lot of anxiety about it at first. But then once I stopped drinking, um, I, I realized that I didn't need to drink. I realized that I had actually been at a point where I felt a lot of peace. And I knew that that came from God. I knew that God was leading me to become sober. <laughs> so when I would start taking these classes, I really had my heart opened and my mind open, And I was capable of taking on these things that I needed to take on. Because when I started these classes, it wasn't just showing up for a class once a week. It was really diving into what is my purpose? And God's leading me there as well. I, I'm sorry, I'm getting a little emotional, but I know that God was leading me here. Because when God's involved, you're going to feel peace and confirmation. And when I stopped drinking, I really thought, that I was going to be this just anxiety-ridden person who couldn't function because I had been drinking regularly for so long. I probably couldn't tell you the last time I had gone a full day without a drink unless it was for some sort of exercise challenge. And I thought that because I could go without a drink for 30 days for an exercise challenge, that meant I wasn't an alcoholic. But I was because I couldn't have just one. And that was something that God was able to guide me through. That was something I was able to pray on. That was something that Jen helped me pray on a lot, too. Um, After about the first two weeks, I had reached out and I had talked to 
one of my sober sisters and she agreed to be my sponsor and I told her about everything. And she said, I wish you would have told me sooner so that you wouldn't have struggled alone. And I was able to tell her that I didn't have to struggle alone because I was led here by God. God led me to be sober. And in doing that, my eyes had opened to all the possibilities of things that I could be successful in if I wasn't being, if I wasn't drunk, if I wasn't spending my time drinking. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, but if it wasn't for me becoming sober, if it wasn't for me meeting these people in my life, if it wasn't for God putting um, these opportunities in front of me, to meet other people that could change my life and help me step up to the next level to become successful in whatever it is I'm doing, including starting this podcast. I would have never started this podcast. I would have let it sit in the back of my mind because like I said before, this podcast came into my mind in June of 2020 and I did nothing until recently. I did nothing until I'd actually started my RCIA classes and I had spoke to Deacon Tom and he had told me, um, you know, if it's on your heart, do it. If it's even just, if you want to do it just a little bit, just do it. Go all in on it. So I did. I realized that I've got time to do this now because God's allowing it. God's pushing me to be able to do these things. And if I'm following the path that I should be on, I'm going to be able to be capable of everything. I'm going to be able to let go of these doubts and fears and anxiety. And I'm going to be able to become limitless.